43-year-old Fan Shenjia became stuck when water pressure narrowed parts of the pipe and blocked his exit. Hello everyone and welcome to An Apotheosis of a Bombast, episode number 69. Yes, many men's favourite number, but we're not going to go down that track. Uh, I'm your host in England, Elton McManus, and joining me, as always, is Mr. Scott Copperman, everyone's favourite American. How are you? I'm very good. I'm Scott Copperman, and I fight dragons. Ooh. That's uh, the... The way that the members of the I Fight Dragon band kind of introduce themselves. Like, I'm Brian Mazzer Ferry, and I fight dragons. I'm Laura Trainer, and I fight dragons. That's the. I'm blah blah blah, comma, I fight dragons. So today I decided I would do that as well because, as some of you will have seen by the time uh, this this is aired, um, my children have produced a music video to their cover of Alien for Christmas. Cool. And uh, we had a little... We made the video, kind of quickly threw it together to uh, just look at. My kids liked it so much, they wanted me to send it to the... Um, I have the email for the lead singer of the band, and the guy was just great. He was he, positive. He liked it. He's like, oh, please. He'd like, please, come, please, come, please. If you decide you want to share this, let me know so we can put it on Facebook and all stuff. And uh, I mean, he was really like my kids. He made my kids feel good, and uh, so it's it's out there now. We've made the decision to allow it to forever be a part of the internet. And oh, excellent! Hopefully, it uh, <laughs> we won't be regretting it. It's uh, that that other video for the YouTube channel where we we previously had our how to find the weird section on eBay video. And I think we had one or two other things up there. Um, but if you just search on YouTube for I fight dragons alien for Christmas, you should get a picture of a little boy and girl playing guitar and piano. And that would be them. Wicked. So we're all giddy about that here in our house. It's good that you got a response though as well. Oh, he was great. It was instant. And he was just, I mean, I, I can't say enough. I mean, there. You can tell he's somebody who gets it. Mm-hmm. Just, I mean, they're. They've released a couple albums. They tour. They're. They're moderately famous. I mean, I. I would hardly say they're like. International superstars, but. Uh, I mean, their Facebook page has more than fifteen thousand. Fans and. Uh, Blimey. I mean, they. They're they're a real band and. Uh, He's someone who I've kind of followed a little bit from his giving his music away for free on MySpace and and uh, the 61 and those kind of channels. And then he committed himself fully to the band. And it's, he just seems like a nice, normal guy. And um, when I sent him an email and, and he wrote back, this is about the cutest thing I've ever seen. I shared it with the rest of the band who effusively agreed with me. If you do decide to share it, please, please, please let me know as I'd be honored to post it on the IFD Facebook page and tell Jay and Jackie they did a wonderful job. So awesome. Wicked. That's- I mean, you can't ask for like a... It, it was personal. It was clearly, you know, it, it just made everybody feel good. So we're all riding high here. And Excellent. 
recommending everybody go and buy the latest album from I Fight Dragons. Welcome to the breakdown. Did your kids plug our um, podcast? No, well, oh, you thankfully, because it was, it's the music, and then you know we videotaped, but none of the audio from our recording session is actually on there. It's just, um, I it took the whole audio track out and put the music on. Yep. So it's all synced nicely, but that's a good thing because there would have been a whole lot of, oh my god, just please stand still. <laughs> you can't do that on the camera. What? What are you doing? What? It, stop! 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 You know, picking your lot, nose. There were a lot of things that I would have been embarrassed of. It was one of those things too that at four o'clock seemed like a great idea, but we didn't do it until about eight o'clock at night when everyone was a little bit tired and cranky and shot. But luckily, it worked out okay. Oh, excellent! Well, so, congratulations, and I'm glad that you. the people got back to you as well. That's that's always a good thing. In the absence of snow, it's our little bit of the holidays to be seeing Alien for Christmas. I've replaced the word snow with the word bottom. Oh. I'm oh, sick of it. <laughs> sick of it. You may have heard over here that we've been hit by a, a blizzard from Russia. I'm I... sure it was from the Russian uh, football association who sent a load of snow over here saying, look, if we can't cope with this, then we're not going to have the World Cup, so better give the World Cup to Russia. <laughs> so it looks like they've done that. And Quatar, laboratory, is Professor it, Doofenshmirtz is making it snow with his snowinator. Yeah. <laughs> and um, is it Qatar or Quatar or Quatar? Quatar? I I have trouble pronouncing that word like legislation you though that's all i know right it's q-a-t-a-r yeah that's it yeah yeah that's right so i'd i'm gonna say quatar the country they can't spell they didn't have a football team until a year ago and now they have a world cup so now they're going okay by when is it 2022 i think it is they have to build a stadium or is it 2020 i'm losing track of these years no, we, They've been awarded it 14, already? 14, 18. Yeah, 22. Yeah, um, the 2018 World Cup has been awarded to Russia and the 2022 has been awarded to Qatar. Okay. I thought they were just an airline. Oh, fly Qatar to Luxembourg or somewhere like that. But no, apparently they have a pitch which you can play football on. So well done to them. Now they got a build. So it'll be the longest World Cup in history. <laughs> you guys are scheduled from one o'clock to one thirty. Yeah, no sliding and no chewing up the turf. That's right. So yes, got. I was hoping that we'd get it over here. I'd rather have the World Cup than the poxy Olympics, which are turning up in two years' time. I don't want the Olympics. I really don't want the Olympics. They say the Olympics are like a big money loser. That you spend all this money on resources and facilities and these days security yeah. and then when it's over a lot of the well i guess with good planning you can then use those things later but the last couple of olympics have built these facilities that then the international lacrosse association or field hockey or football or whatever say gee you should have talked to us if you would have made the field five feet wider or two meters longer or just a slight little variation we would have been happy to use that, but now mm. we can't. <laughs> no, that then... might have been the World Cup. Didn't that happen with the World Cup too? They 
built a beautiful stadium for some of the uh, matches, and it won't get used again because yeah, it's I, not to spec. I, I'm not too sure if they had running tracks around it or some. I've heard of a stadium where they built a running track around it, put a football pitch in the middle, and then the actual seats move back to make way for the running track. And that's a good idea because then you're getting the fan. You don't want to have to peer over a running track to then watch a football match, which makes the people on the pitch tiny and stupid a little bit. But I don't know. I, I don't want the Olympics. I really don't. Uh, I'd rather have the World Cup. But I don't know. I'm I'm stuck, to be honest. See, isn't Canada paying off their uh, Olympics still? I, I yes. swear they are. Well, I think they had the ill timing of having to really invest in all the infrastructure changes about five years ago when the global economy collapsed a bit. Mm -hmm. And I mean, they obviously had to make their deadlines. So that contract where they paid a price that they would never have to pay today for land or for services, um, they had to honor. Oh, blimey. And yet. You know, the expected income just isn't there. Don't they make up some of the income off smoking? <laughs> or cigarettes? Or I'm sure they raise the prices of cigarettes just to pay off the Olympics. I'm talking garbage there, I think, but... It's a toll. <laughs> it's it could a toll be, yeah. to get into the country and out. There could be a toll for people born now and they'll still be paying it and they'll have to pay this toll... Why am I paying this for Olympics that happened in 1980 or whatever? You know, why am I paying for that? But that's the way things go now. Mm -hmm. I think that's all misleading too because they'll talk about how, oh, the Olympics or, or the Super Bowl or the World Cup will bring X amount of dollars to your region. Yeah, I've been round, not on the site of the Olympics, but I drive past it whenever I go to uh, visit my family and... I can't see them changing the infrastructure of the roads around there. It's just not going to take the sheer weight of everything. They built the buildings, brilliant. Just get the cars, you know, what are we going to do? Use roller skates or skateboards. It's not going to happen. And all I can see is gridlock for six months there. Yeah. And it's going to well, be it's... such a pain in the ass. It's kind of related, in a, if you look at it the way I look at it. <laughs> but... Uh, yesterday there was a commercial on for these new 3D televisions. Have you seen them yet? Yeah, I've yeah I I looked through glasses at this at female volleyball. I think it was. Oh, of course, female. It That's was fine. wonderful. Oh. So they're releasing the Shrek uh, movies in 3D, and you know I I noticed the cost has dropped fairly quickly, but it's still a high end item, and we have channels now on our cable television specifically set aside for 3D versions the way you have high def versions as well mm -hmm. and I was talking to my wife a little bit about you know eh, will we ever get one now we might one day get one because we're in the middle class so at some point the price will come down and we'll be in the market for television and the $400 we would spend now for an ordinary TV will be enough to get a 3D television and mm -hmm. and we'll do it then um, at the time we need to. But there's definitely a push right now 
and I and they did it here. They tried to make all the television digital as well. That you know, your traditional 1950s rabbit ears and antennas on top of your house, yeah, aren't supposed to work anymore. You have to get a government subsidized little box, <laughs> like if an old style cable box. But I I don't think that. 3D television will ever be the norm or anything will ever become like the new way of doing things because there's so many, and here's where the connection is, so many people who have the existing technology in the same way that the infrastructure there is already in place. They're, they're not going to rip up all the roads and create a new five-lane highway system with exits more conveniently located in cloverleafs and... No. You know, they're, they're going to make do with what they have and that's what I think will happen in homes around America. Even 80 years from now, people will choose to buy their $50 traditional TV rather than be forced to get a 3D television. And and uh, it, there's just like the, an, an impedance to progress in that way. So I, I'd imagine in around about a year's time, yeah, maybe a year or two's time, where they haven't sold as many of these 3D TVs that as they'd like to have, they'll probably have like a, a big price drop because they've got thousands of them just sitting in warehouses unsold, and they've got the latest technology sitting in warehouses unsold, which no one has seen yet. Well, look at Blu-ray. I mean, people. I, I don't know if you buy Blu-ray stuff, but I still don't. No, and I don't. I've a Blu-ray player. I've got a uh, LCD. TV yet? No. I've still got a, a big box in my corner. We call yeah, it the telly box. A lot of people still use VCRs, even though the TiVo DVR kind of thing has has been made readily accessible because it's money they don't have to spend. Mm -hmm. I don't know. It's it's not good, obviously, but when you think about these companies or countries bidding for Olympics and World Cup, and they're going to have to do all this stuff, I almost wonder if they wouldn't be better off instead of doing it in London and New York, do it in that undeveloped region. You know, take take a place where there's not much development, where you have carte blanche to <laughs> just let's do it. Build an airport. Let's build a highway to that airport. Let's, you know, we rather than adapt what's there, let's make something. But then, don't you run the risk of having the Olympic Village, like a uh, ghost town? <laughs> yeah, more or less. Once everyone leaves town, then you've just got a road leading there and a road leading out, and it becomes like Lazy Town, where it you could. you got like Lazy Town in the middle and just a road either side coming in and out. But if it's really, on the one hand, it could be self-sustaining if it really brings in that kind of revenue. I mean, I'm sure it's not very practical, but I mean, if you plan ahead and do it right, you can probably make something that will will have a. Uh, lasting appeal like if you if you create this sports complex it, it could be reused for future venues and events and stuff it just seems like to try to take um the stadiums in in london or new york and yeah we'll have to knock down yankee stadium and create uh something domed and we'll use some of the olympic money for that and yeah, we'll we'll have to renovate this bridge, and we'll have to do that. It it seems like, you know, maybe, just like how uh, the Catholic Church has Vatican City, why can't we have Olympic City located in the desert somewhere? Oh <laughs> Summer yeah, Olympic it, City in Egypt, <laughs> right in the middle of the desert. 
And every four years, we just congregate around it. Yeah. And have the games. And when the smoke comes through the chimney, they picked in a gold medalist. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I I mean, I, I know it's not practical, but it just seems like there's such limitations. And, you know, it's always the big cities. It's Chicago, New York, Los Angeles, you know, where there's stuff existing. I mean, you're talking about renovating, in, in your case, 100-year-old, many 100-year-old neighborhoods and, and uh, downtown areas. Yeah. It's, it's more like a renovation of the whole of East London. Mm-hmm. Or part of East London. It's, oh, it does look impressive. It The stadiums do, and so do the car parks. They're huge right <laughs> next to here. But I, I don't know. I haven't been up close and personal with it just yet. I'm more, as I go through the dark, no, sorry, the Blackwall Tunnel, then you, you sort of wave to them as you go past and go, oh, the kids go, oh, look, they've built more of the stadium. They think, yeah, you only got two years, they've got to pave everything. So, <laughs> I don't know. I'm sure it'll be good. Once it's on, it'll be like, oh, wow, the Olympics are here. Wow, isn't that brilliant? And then four weeks after they've gone, yeah, just all be back to normal. Yes. <laughs> well, it's all things to watch for. Yeah, that's right. Right, should we crack on with other stuff? Sure. Okay. Um, okay, first off, this. It's your letter. It's your letter. It's your letter. It's your letter. No letters. Nothing. And whose fault is that, listeners? I'm not pointing fingers, I'm just asking. Now, we've had a, a couple of tweets and a, a bit on the Facebook page, from one from Jim Moon, about uh, a stegosaurus was found in a, a carving in a Cambodian temple. I think it's more along the lines of this uh, Charlie Chaplin time traveller. Yeah. And how did this stegosaurus end up in this carving? And is it fake? Is it real? I've looked at it, and it... Poorly drawn cat. <laughs> it could be a, a, yeah, a big cat with books hanging out of its back, or maybe there was a stegosaurus, or pack horse. Yes. Maybe they found the body of a very well preserved stegosaurus, or maybe a man dressed up in a stegosaurus costume in Cambodia. That's I don't know. Celebrating Halloween. Yeah, we'll we'll put it all on the show notes anyway, so you can all see that. Or go to the Facebook page now, and you'll see it right now as we speak. I'm actually looking at it now. Yeah, we'll wait. Yeah. Um, okay, they're back. Right, China. Uh, I had a tweet from Tim Morris of the Appetimes podcast. He sent me a, uh, a China construction worker rescued from an underwater pipe. Uh-huh. Moving on. Uh, I've got some <laughs> stories, if you'd like to see them. Sure. Okay, see them. right. Let's start with this crazy lady. A Spanish woman claims that she is she owns the sun now. I have the same story right here. Oh, do you? I probably was already talking about that. Oh, okay, go on then. Well, let's call it your story. Go on, what okay. have you got today? You have two different links. That's bizarre. It's like more than one person is discussing the story. Wow, it's like the news and stuff. Uh-huh. Anyway. Well. Go on, crack so yes, on. Go ahead. You, know, go ahead. you can. You sure? You I don't want to tread on your toes or anything. But That's right. Okay. 
uh, a canny Spanish woman from a place in Spain, which I can't pronounce, uh, on the borders of Spain and Portugal, has decided that she owns the star and has read the registration papers to prove it. Anglise Duran, or Duran, 49, says that she, that the son officially belongs to her now, having the sentinel body registered in her name at a local notary office. Miss Duran took the steps in September after reading about an American man. See, it's American's fault. I blame it on the Americans already. An American man who had registered himself as the owner of the moon and most planets in our solar system. I remember that story. I wonder why he did in most planets. Was he kind of like, nah, I don't need Mars. What one doesn't he have? Maybe we could build a base on there. Uh, she said, there is an international agreement which states no country may claim ownership of a planet or star, but nothing to say about individuals. There was no snag. I backed my claim legally. I'm not stupid. I know the law. I did it. And no one else has done it. It simply occurred to me first. Okay, so now she owns the the sun, but she's going to be charging everyone. She wants to charge people. She wants 50% of her proceeds of us actually using the sun to go to the Spanish government, 20% of the proceeds to go to a national pension fund, uh, 10% to research. Don't know what that means, any research. Uh, 10% to ending world hunger, and the other 10% she'll keep for herself. What a lovely lass. Mm-hmm. Now, who pays the liability for all the uh, skin cancer that her son has caused and and other issues? You know, the dried out leather seats, the, uh, the dehydration fade. and yeah. the droughts. You know, is she going to uh, the solar flares, which which damage things? Is she going to take responsibility for those as well? Oh, yeah. When it knocks out the um, the satellites and stuff like that. Yes. Yeah, it's all her fault. It's all her control. It's her thing. That's right. I'm looking at the uh, the current rate for a plot of land uh, on the moon, which is uh, one acre or 0.4 hectare, uh, is $22.49 plus tax. That's not bad. Especially given that... Uh, Lunar land is rich in an isotope of helium that has an earthly price tag of about $125,000 an ounce. Wow. It's just getting there, though, isn't it? Well, plus they'll charge landing fees. Mm, and airport tax and all that guff. I, I can't you know, see who actually turned around and said, yes, you can own this the sun. And she actually had the idea of... I'm sure there's... Thousands of other people have said, you know, do you know what? I might buy the sun today. And you can register stars in your name, and I'm surprised no one else has actually turned around and said, you know, can I have the sun? I'm sure someone has already. But Probably. she's actually claiming... If she can touch it, then she can have it. That's what I say. Well, all right, so who do you think is worse? The moon guy or the sun woman? Like, who who do you think is is a more despicable person? So is she just so simple and outlandish that you're like, what, what are you thinking wasting our time with this? Or do you do you think uh, the moon... I consider the moon guy more of a problem because he's taken money from people. 
and I, I mean, most people know they're just getting a little certificate and you're never going to get your piece in the moon. Mm-hmm. But um, I'm sure there are people who are gullible who are like, no, no, I really do. Like, put this in a safe until you're, you're 50, my grandson, and one day you'll be rich. You know, yeah. or some some older woman who was fooled into, or man, who was fooled into spending $1,000 of their life savings before they died as an investment for their estate. I'm I'm sure there are people like that that have actually, it's like the cyber squatting thing, isn't it, all over again, but on the moon. His company has sold more than two and a half million acre plots. So at $20 each, let's say $10 each on average, that's $25 million. Bloody hell. Uh, How is she actually going to, are you going to pay this lady for the Uh, use of her son now? No, what what may happen though is she may have a plan or someone in her year, and they'll file tons of frivolous lawsuits, and in the hopes that someone will just pay her a few dollars to go away. Mm. You know, I'm you've been installing solar panels without getting my thing, and you know. Yeah, she could have all the solar panels. She could charge for your solar panel, couldn't she? Yep. You're using my energy. God I mean, obviously, sake. there's no legal basis for her claim, and I and she'll never really be able to collect anything without being forced to pay for. <laughs> Your son has deteriorated my uh, garden. I want restitution. Yeah, she'd have so many claims, wouldn't she? Oh, what a dick! Sorry, she's a dick. <laughs> but even thinking about it, you fool. I'm sure thousands of people have thought about it and gone. Do you know what? Nah. Why why do I want to do that? Same as the the guy in America who did the planets, you know. Mm-hmm. Why why have you done that? Okay, maybe in I don't know, three thousand years time when we do actually get to the moon again, you can turn around and say, Oh, it's my moon. Where are you gonna park? And but I'll, <laughs> I'll bet there was a basis for it though. I'll bet there was some instance that was more grounded and more logical where uh, someone sought to maybe build something in a neighboring town and he read in the local paper like, oh no, actually, that land 50 years ago or 100 years ago, Jack Johnson, who lived there, staked a claim. And, you know, that's that's what it was. Maybe his kid was learning about the settlers of, of uh, early America and how that the idea of Seeking a claim on land was how people got ownership, and mm. so the idea was in his head, and he thought, "Oh, what the heck, I'll do it." But... I think there should be a law: if you can't touch it, you can't you can't have it. Or I'm going to stake or... a claim for the air. Yeah, no, that's my air. Just I'll... the oxygen, none of the bad stuff. <laughs> you breathed it in, you gave me carbon dioxide, you've stolen from me. Ah, and then all your trees will be creating the oxygen for you. <laughs> all right, what else do we have that's not simple-minded Spanish women? Uh, we have outrage over Hamley's live penguin display. Hamley's toy store in London has sparked outrage for its plans to bring real penguins and reindeer to the into the shop as part of a Christmas product promotion. Outraged? Animal lovers have been bombarding the famous Regent Street store with complaints, and a Facebook campaign page has been oh, set well, up. Oh, that's 
once they set up the Facebook campaign, you know, man. Wait, it's all it. over for them now. Now they can't bring yes. the penguins in because there's a Facebook page and people will like this page and join <laughs> this page and spread this page around, which is what everyone should do with our page. Anyway, uh, the campaign started after Hamleys promoted the event on its website. The Penguin ad advert said, take a trip to Hamleys after school on Monday to visit our real-life penguin pool. You'll be able to see the penguins swim, interact with their friends, and feed at tea time. I, <laughs> a penguin pool. I just imagine a big inflatable pool stuffed full of penguins, not being able to move, just side, shoulder to shoulder, wriggling around, going... Rawr, rawr, rawr. <laughs> be brilliant. I'd, I'd pay to see that. All gaffer taped together. That'd be brilliant. How come it's always cute animals that people care about what happens to them? Nobody cares what happens to lizards. Well, this is why you're not allowed puppies in the window of pet stores. You should still be allowed to have puppies in the windows of pet stores. If you have ten diet a year, that's not a lot. That's not a lot of puppies, is it? Well, you could just make sure that they're cared for. <laughs> that would be the other thing. Who knows what's going on beyond the window? You in the back room, I don't know if they're much safer. Do you reckon there was... Um, you know when you go into... a a pet store now and you always have the kid going up to the man going sir that fish in that tank is dead he's floating do you reckon mm. you had little kids going up to the window going, sir that puppy is dead <laughs> he's floating he's sleeping on his side <laughs> he's standing up his tongue's hanging out of his mouth why is he doing that and he scoots <laughs> him up in a in a big net don't worry about that one <laughs> 10 percent. that's fine one one instance with a loud enough person claiming trauma yeah never mind what you know they do in their own home and what people see and you know my kid was there and was exposed to that dalmatian that was dead and or heat exhausted and i had to explain to him what happened i think laws should be changed and I mean, that's just how people are here yeah very reactionary so i can see that I think they should go back to pet stores with cats and dogs mixed. And it's just a survival of the fittest. Obviously, I don't really mean that. Don't send your letters in saying... Or actually, do send letters in, because then we've got a reason to use... Then the, we have a letter. Yeah, <laughs> then we've got the reason to use this thing. But anyway, don't. I'm not really condoning that. Crying out loud, you fools. Anyway, <laughs> next story. Oh, sorry, have you got anything else to add to this stupid no, no, thing? That's good. I, <laughs> I, I've got no, no problem with it as long as they're cared for nicely. But yeah, I mean it's not much different than a zoo. I mean perhaps that place is not well equipped for it. But I think in this day and age, places know you have to bring in. If you're gonna do it, you got to do it right, or you'll be paying a price that could cripple your business. Yeah, I nearly got kicked out of Hamleys once. We went out there and. Do you know these little gooey things that you throw on a wall and you watch them yes. climb down the wall? Yep. They had them there. And obviously they had kids throwing them there. And me, being <laughs> early 20s, I suppose, me luzzing it from one side of the room to the other side of the room, hitting the designated wall, mind you, and then watching it run down. The security guard was not impressed. And his eyes and his stance said, don't do that again. Oh, okay, I won't, so... Yeah, I've nearly been kicked out of Hamleys. 
nearly been kicked out of Hamleys. <laughs> okay, right. Talking about more morons. Uh, Alright. Okay, moving on to the the third one. Uh, we have a woman dials 999, that would be your 911, just in case, mm. to report a snowman theft in Kent. And I've got a little audio clip for you, so I'm going to play that to you now. Okay. Okay, police emergency. Hello, I need the police, please. Okay, what's happening? Well, what happened was, is there's been a theft from outside my house. Okay, when did this occur? Well, I'm not sure exactly, because I ain't been out to check on him for about five hours. But I went out about five minutes ago to have a fag, and he's gone. So it could be in the last five hours, but I know there's CCTV up this road. Who's gone, sorry? My snowman. Right, your snowman's been stolen? Yeah. Right, okay, in the last five hours? Well, four to five hours, I can't be sure exactly. And what do you mean, what, a snowman actually made out of snow or an ornament? No, he's made out of snow, I made them myself. Right, okay. He had two of my teaspoons in his arms and money on his face, I'm not being funny, I know it's only a snowman, but I thought he'd be fine, what was it being icy and that, people ain't been walking up and down the road. It ain't a nice road, but at the end of the day, you don't expect someone to nick your snowman, do you know what I mean? It's did you understand any of that? I did. I did. <laughs> and in the tiny, tiny part of my head, I, I get her point. Like, I'm I'm not being funny, but I put teaspoons in it for arms. Who puts teaspoons in a snowman for arms, by the way? <laughs> well, it probably was a very small snowman. That's a Tyrannosaurus Rex version of a snowman. You're making <laughs> a Tyrannosaurus Rex snow dinosaur there. I went in the house to get some lemonade because it's so hot outside. I came back out and my snowman was gone. <laughs> I think they hosed him down because there was a puddle. Now, the reason the reason why she's she had a big talking with the police about this, and that's only like a little clip of the actual story. I can't find it anywhere else. But she's reported it stolen because it had money for eyes. You might have heard her say, it got like yeah. money for eyes and stuff. But... That's the reason why she's reported it, because someone's stolen like four quid off of her because she could put two 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 pound coins as eyes. And even the, the person she was speaking to, did you hear her voice drop yeah. when she said, oh, a snowman, okay. <laughs> oh, was it decorative and an ornament? No, it's made of snow. And she oh, said, okay. I made it myself. She's well proud of it. <laughs> what a dick. <laughs> Some people are just very simple. That's but we that's need really these. We need these people in this world to mm -hmm. make us feel better about ourselves. If these My people God, weren't be, here, like, complicated though, don't they? Like, there's always you always find them when you're in a hurry. They're in front of you. They're giving you, asking you questions. Like really, what what don't you understand about this? Yeah. <laughs> it's no. I want to meet this woman. I don't want to touch her or anything. Just meet her and say point and maybe laugh a little bit, but oh, awesome! <laughs> I have your snowman right here, but I scattered them all around. Find it, find could, the pieces. Could you describe him? Yes, he's white and he's got teaspoons for arms. Oh, okay, that one. I saw a man running down the road down there. Because I've had, I think, uh, the start of this year, we I built a snowman and someone kicked it over. I think I said that on the show, maybe Did you in call January. The um, no, no. Funny enough, we didn't. <laughs> and we. So there's a line where you can. I mean, 
you can be being harassed or intimidated and in some way something silly like this is part of it but I mean that's there's a much more to report than just my snowman's missing that's brilliant though five hours ago I built it and it's gone see we've done a very similar thing we we've got a big patch of rhubarb in our garden that we can cut down and we've seen so many people they put either eggs out and you put like here in like a um a little money box you just pay and then you take your eggs and we've yeah, got rhubarb that. we've bundled up rhubarb we've got tons of it and so we stick it down there if people nick it i've got no problem with that that okay you've taken rhubarb well done enjoy your stew or whatever you're gonna have yeah enjoy your crumble but if if we get like three quid from it brilliant but what we did we we put it down there we put a load of rhubarb down there and maybe silly of us, we put a little bit of change down there so people could like sort out their money and it all went. So we were actually down trying to make uh, money out of rhubarb. <laughs> <laughs> Someone made off with it. it. We only put like, you know, a couple of 50 peas down there, which is nothing, but it, it's worth the giggle at it. But we were actually down making rhubarb. I give up sometimes. When we didn't call the police, we've literally got a police station, I don't know, 200 yards down the road, so we didn't even go around there. But then again, there's no one ever in the police station. They have a button outside, and if you press the button hard enough, someone will answer it. And it'll be, Hello, yes, uh, who is it? You've pressed the button. Yes, sorry, <laughs> I, I'm reporting a problem round here. It's a bit important, man. Uh, well... No. Okay, bye-bye. And that's what you'll get. I left some money in my mailbox out in the open, and it's gone. With a sign that said, take it or leave it. <laughs> take, take, <laughs> take some, leave it in the box, please. And they took it. Maybe she didn't see the IOU sticker behind her. <laughs> IOU, one snowman. Maybe someone just knocked it down. Possibly, yeah. She would have been better off saying, someone stole my spoons. I had these priceless teaspoons. Where yeah. were they? Uh, in a snowman. But that's not the point. They're stolen. Has she not got soup spoons? Surely soup spoons would look better. I think it was a tiny snowman. That's my guess. But that's surely just a couple of snowballs. Hang on. I've got, I've got teaspoons. Hang on. I've got teaspoons here. It, oh, it must be tiny, a tiny, tiny thing. Now, I reckon she's built like a, a human-sized snowman. She put a scarf around it and then put teaspoons in it. What a... Oh, that's stupid. Simple. <laughs> yes, indeed. Well, that's, that's all i got for you anyway. All right. Well, I, we can wrap up with... Uh, I have a site of sorts. It's just something to go and check out. Um... Anyway, I had talked before about the band I Fight Dragons. Uh, they're on Facebook. They have a, a web page. They like to release a new album, all that stuff. But there is a uh, different web page. Not I Fight Dragons. It's www.ikilldragons.com. And I don't quite know what it is. Um, I mean, I suspect I know what it is. I, my, I understand that this guy has been uh, out and about doing appearances at like Comic Con type things, 
but uh, he is a dragon slayer advertising his services. <laughs> and he's got a little uh, commercial out there and a phone number and email him for an appointment. And uh, I, I'll encourage everyone to go and, and definitely check it out. Uh, maybe we can splice the audio in as our out music today after we, we do our sign off. And yeah, sure. Even if even if we kind of fade it out, maybe it could be like <laughs> get people listening for more. But definitely worth checking. He's got it's it's pretty cool. And just kind of going full circle here, like with this thing we did with the kids, the big concern was that it if we were gonna share it, it not be something that, you know, six years from now or certainly not when they're adults, they turn around and they go, oh, my God, I can't believe that was me. Or, you know, some, some parents are perfectly happy to embarrass their kids. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but um, this is a full-grown man who's dressed as a dragon slayer. And he's got a couple <laughs> of friends who are uh, – <laughs> you watch the video. And I wouldn't agree to be in that video, being one of those people, when you see what he does. But uh, Is this I, his own business? I don't know what it is. I, I I definitely want to follow up on it, but I'm I, afraid to. I'd I don't like want to, to end up on some list. <laughs> I think you should. Obviously, I'm not going to, but I think you should, definitely. Yeah. And maybe try and hire him and phone. Maybe you should make a phone call. To, oh, go on. Or have you got his number? We maybe record a phone call to him. We have the number, but I just, I, I, I want to look into it a bit more. We could but Skype I, we him. We will follow up. Yeah. Say, yes, we we're interested in a, a dragon. We've got one outside right now. How quickly can you get round here? Like I think he ta- doesn't take himself seriously, but he, maybe he does. And then I don't want to make fun of someone who's like ill like that, you know. <laughs> I mean, I think he's just having it for fun. But I mean, I and and if he was like a a kid, you know, sometimes you get like kids who really think they're gonna, you know, we're we're gonna organize our own detective agency, you know. You want to hire us to solve your problem? And if someone comes and just browbeats them, that's just crippling. I don't want to do that. But this is a full-grown man, and, and I, I'm quite sure he's um, just having fun. But like the uh, how-to Batman guy, yeah, I'm sure he takes a lot of grief. But he does it because he likes it. It's a but, giggle. Yeah, but it, my feeling on that is if you you don't have to rip the guy apart. If, if you just don't think it's that funny or that cool, then just don't say anything. You don't have to sit there and go mock him. <laughs> and, and that's, that's what my concern would be. If he's in it just for, if I get the sense he's in it just for fun, I'll be happy to have a good time with him. And he'll go through the whole, like I've got bats in my belfry kind of thing. And, <laughs> and try to hire his services. But if it's going to be something where he's like, yeah, ha ha, real funny, man. Everybody uh, calls my number. <laughs> or if this is someone like busting on someone else and that phone number is actually some other person who's just getting pissed at all the, the fake calls they're getting, mm-hmm. I, I'd be wary of that too. Maybe it's a man who goes out with women who are um, as not aesthetically pleasing to the eye and he's known as the dragon slayer <laughs> well, we'll we'll play a bit of the audio and after we uh, sign off here and, and definitely check out the site to to see the whole thing it's www.ikilldragons.com not to be confused with the band i fight dragons excellent so we need a moral for today 
Will it have to do with uh, teaspoons? Yeah, let me, teaspoon let's... are teaspoons too small for a snowman? Let this water just pass away, if you don't mind. Sure. Intermission. <laughs> Hang on, I've got intermission music. I have music. I asked for a mixer for Christmas, but I don't think I'm getting it. Oh. I think I'm going to get a pillow. A food sweater. processor. You asked for a mixer, didn't you? Well, here's your mixer. Make yeah. me a cake. I will, but it'll be bitter. There we go. Right, the water has now stopped. Anyone tuning into that? That's my toilet upstairs flushing, and we all have right. to avoid that all the time. Anyway, yes, so we, need, go on. we need a moral for today's show. Uh, something regarding snowmen, teaspoons, the sun. <gasps> go on. I heard a penny I'm drop thinking, then. I'm thinking, what I've learned today is that that woman should be suing the sun owner about her snowman. I don't know how to quite articulate that into a moral, but... Round this episode up in five words or less. <laughs> and it will be the title. Oh, man. Sun, snow, teaspoons, and two ladies. There you go. It's sun, not five. <laughs> sun, snow, spoons... And ladies. Yes. There we go. There's our title. Sun, snow, spoon. There you go. Hurrah. Sun, snow, spoons, and ladies. Excellent. <laughs> okay. Well, guys, um, send us some letters because we've got a jingle here burning a hole in our pocket, which would be awesome to use because it's very old. And if, um, last time we're going to say this, if Ginger Productions or Reef or Chris Evans ever wants that back or ever wants us to stop using it, then come and let me know at bombastpodcast at gmail.com or forever hold your peace um, also <laughs> we'll visit to... oh go on sorry no go ahead uh, visit me at twitter at ultimate manus or visit scott uh, twitter at shc1970 uh, and visit the show notes for this episode at bombastpodcast.podbean.com yeah, we'll try to get another show, maybe two in before the holidays. But uh, then it may get a bit hairy for the, the balance of the year. But keep checking the feed and keep in touch. Keep checking the Facebook page. You know, we'll, we'll let you know what's going on. Yeah. We'd like hearing from you, so definitely interact. Yes, and we like each and every one of you as well. So why not like us on our Facebook page? I think I've plugged that enough. I'm getting sick of that page now. <laughs> No, I do actually like it. I do. I just... Okay, I think we should get out of here. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. So enjoy, and we'll talk to you uh, soon. Thanks a lot. Yeah, thank you very much for joining us, and see you later. Bye. Right, bye. every day. Fire damage, missing pets and children, theft, foundation problems. These problems sound familiar to you. Call me, Byron Delancey. You just may have a dragon problem. 
dragon. How could I be sure? Call me at 322-4687. I'll come to your home, explore it, and if a dragon is found, I'll slay it once and for all. Should I just call the police? Don't find out the hard way that dragons are bulletproof. You'll just raise its ire and likely risk further property damage. I wield the DS-1000XL. Forged from adamantine, mined near the mouth of the Rhine 600 years ago in medieval Germany. It's the only metal still around that can dent their thick hides. Uh, what, what, uh, what if I give up all my worldly possessions, uh, become a hermit, and uh, move to a cave in the Catskills? Dragons are notorious assholes. By ridding yourself of all liabilities, you've probably just pissed it off. If this is the case, call me today and ask about my personal defender plan. Now yeah, wait. Aren't dragons just pure fantasy? Does this look like fantasy to you? My dog Muffy vanishes, my pocket change is disappearing, my joints in my house are creaking, my basement smells like an ashtray. Now what's that number again? Call me, Byron Delancey, at 322-4687. Call today and ask about our dams in distress at a family preach discounts. That's 322-4687. With me and the DS-1000XL to work for you. If dragons are present, extermination is performed at the discretion of the dragon slayer. Damage and vandalism waivers required upon contractual agreement. Not responsible for personal injuries obtained in the extermination of dragons. Recovered wealth and possessions are not required to be returned under the terms of the Finders Keepers Law of 2002. Price is non-negotiable, only available to legal residents. Side effects of dragon slaying may include bleeding, lacerations, fatigue, and pregnancy. Not available in all states. Don't forget, all sales are final and include tax, tag, and license.